earlier that copywriters and producers and graphic artists are having an unexpected boom right now, if for no other reason than because businesses are trying to figure out what they should and shouldn't say in their advertising. Conversations you're probably having in your business as well. So what's the answer? Well, here's a chance to eavesdrop in on the conversations that we're having amongst each other and having with our clients. Conversations you ordinarily would only hear if you were sitting around the Wizards Roundtable. Today in Austin is Peter Nevland. He's going to be talking about the four things that need to be in every commercial, no matter what's going on in the world. In Toronto, Matthew Burns is looking at our changing media habits and whether or not this is the time to renegotiate your media buy. I'm Johnny Molson in Springfield, Illinois, and we are all from Wizard of Ads. We begin today with Peter Nevland answering the question of what do your customers need to hear from your business right now? I think the answer is kind of it depends. Um, you know, at, at one thing, I mean, we can say uh, a sense of normalcy and calm. People really need to get that, but how do they need to get that? I mean, are you a, are you a doctor or are you a heating and air conditioning company? Are you a jeweler? Um, are you a travel company? Um, you know, what do people need to hear from you right now? Depends, uh, you know, on which business you're in. Uh, if you're their doctor and you don't send them something explaining to them the uh, symptoms of the coronavirus and, uh, and at the same time while maintaining, you know, giving them a sense of calm because who do we look to, to give us a sense of calm when it's, we're in a crisis, we'll look to the people who know about the crisis. So we think I'd be a doctor, right? So if you're a doctor and you don't communicate that to give people a sense of calm and normalcy, well, now you've heightened the crisis and you are not serving your customers well, right? So you're a doctor. You need to say that. Yeah. If you're the heating and air conditioning guy and you're the, and, and there's, they only think about you whenever their heating and air conditioning goes out. What do you need to say to them during the coronavirus about the coronavirus? Nothing. Mostly um, unless they're asking about it. That's a real interesting point, yeah, because the when we're talking about a long-term brand, we're not talking about somebody who's hearing the ad and making a purchase today or seeing the ad and making the purchase today. That's at some time in the future. Uh, and right. so really you're you're talking you're talking to the future person who's going to um, who's going to use that product or service. Yeah, 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 that's right. If my customers are not asking about the coronavirus are not asking me about the coronavirus when they call in and stuff like that, or at least there's only a small fraction that are, and I don't need to speak to them about the coronavirus. What do I speak to them about? What are the four things that any ad needs to possess, right? A big idea, nuts and bolts. Okay. Maybe big idea, nuts and bolts, but the nuts and bolts probably doesn't need to have too much of a price tag if you really want to win people. And then the two that most advertising leaves off entertainment and hope, right? Make it, Make it interesting. Entertaining doesn't mean it has to be funny. Entertaining just means it has to uh, capture our attention, right? So you could be serious and sensitive, and that's the way you do it. You know, it just depends on who your personality, right? But then hope, the idea that it can get better. It's you know, so could you give them a story um, that is that explains like where you came from, why you do what you do, and how that you know, uh, maybe you learn some amazing, wonderful lesson from shoot. If you're entertainment industry, you're a musician. If you're a, uh, you know, I don't know someone, someone else that does live stuff, 
you know, how can you be getting in front? Well, crap, they're looking to you for entertainment and hope. So you got to find a way to get in front of them and give them that entertainment and hope so that they'll, you're paying it forward now so that they come back to you whenever they come back. You have to be able to last that long, right? So, I don't know. That's, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different stuff there. Sorry. That's kind of a long answer. Matthew probably has something <laughs> short and concise. No, a, lot of, a lot of variables. Like, yeah. Matthew up in Ontario. What, uh, what are you saying to your client? What, what do you think your clients need to hear uh, if through their advertising now? Well, I, I mean, I gave some, some, some advice uh, this week, actually, that was pretty interesting. We I have, a, I have a guy who's always in front of his customers and he, he's now not able to be in front of his customers. So I, part of that conversation is, He's not a doctor. I mean, I thought that was a great point, Peter, that, that, you know, when you're a doctor, you talk about Corona. If you're not a doctor, your, your lead-in isn't Corona. It can't be because nobody's asking that of you. If they ask you what you're doing with your employees specifically because of the, the, the pandemic, then great. You can answer that question. And, and I hope you've done enough work to plan for that. But if they haven't asked you specifically, that word normalcy is the best word that, I, that, that I've put out to my clients. It's just, guys, be normal. Are you willing to adapt? It's not the smartest and the strongest that are that survived. It's the ones that are willing to adapt. So, so don't change your communication strategy too much. Would be my best advice. Um, you're still going to go down that same path. You're not changing your words just because the corona is there. A good example would be my landscaping company. Um, they there they went this week started new advertising for their springtime service. Right, so they do uh, they do aeration. That's the that's the way they start every spring. And so he, he put out there, put it, put the price out there, let everybody know exactly what it was going to cost, let their customers make their decision. But he's not running it into radio right now because he wasn't on radio before. He's not ramping up his, his, his marketing. He's staying true to who he was. And he's going to ride that out for a little bit. He planned ahead to make sure he could do that. Now, that planning ahead part is the, is the I think, would change all of the communication that we do with our, with our clients and how they communicate with theirs. If they didn't plan ahead, if they weren't doing their best, putting their best foot forward early on, making sure they could they could get through everything, that would be the difference, I think. One thing yeah, that I'm true. hearing quite a bit um, from all forms of media, from radio to TV to billboards to the internet, uh, are businesses who suddenly put on the brakes and said, "Whoa, you know, nobody's moving. Why should I advertise right now?" Peter, do you do you scale back your marketing at a time like this? I wish I would love to say absolutely not. You, you know, I uh, need to keep it going uh, as uh, you know, completely all the way through. In fact, if you're do thinking of doing anything, you know, increase your advertising uh, right now because nobody's on the, you know, all sort all sorts of companies are dropping their advertising and uh, you, your, your voice is suddenly everywhere. You've got this incredible share of voice. Like it's, it's, this is kind of advertising gold right now. I would love to say that. Mm -hmm. uh, ideally, that's what you should do uh, because you're just going to win once you come out of it. The problem is uh, what happens during this time, you know, how do you survive this time? And so, and so that makes that slightly different. In fact, uh, somebody who's very, very smart, I would say smarter than me, uh, came up with this saying that he said, uh, let's not be for, let's not be for what should be. Let's be for what is right. People who are for what should be, um, go broke quickly and, um, seem to live in a world of regret and resentment that, uh, the world can't be as it should be. Well, the world that is, is people have limited budgets and 
you've got to do as a business owner what is uh, going to help you. What is the most that you can advertise, but still survive in in what survival means to you? Um, and if you, if that means you have to decrease your advertising a little bit, you know, uh, the remember the ideal is that keep advertising as much as you possibly can uh, right now, because it's going to pay off hugely, especially if you say the right things like we were talking about. Mm -hmm. But if you have to decrease a little bit, well, try to decrease it as little as possible. If you have to shut it off entirely, try to find some way to use your time to advertise during this time uh, right now, because whatever, whatever you're going to do is going to be seen and heard more and just make sure that it's the types of thing that's going to really give people that sense of normalcy and calm. Like, Matt was talking about. There's a lot of um, businesses now who are saying, gosh, people aren't on the roads as much as they are. They must not be listening to the radio anymore. Matthew, how has our media habits changed? (laughs) It's interesting. Actually, I was speaking with Peter yesterday about this. And um, because uh, one of our, one of our customers is a, is a metal roofing company. Uh, they're a manufacturer of, of stamp goods, actually. And one of their products is the metal roof that they were going to go to market with on radio. And so it, it, timing was just horrendous as far as, you know, all on board four months ago. Yes, we're ready to go. Let's get on radio. It came down to the, to the last minute where we're like, okay, we're ready to go. We've got the, the, the ads are written. Everything's approved. Um, and the client is nervous. So, um, our question went to uh, our media buyer, uh, to our strategist, Peter got involved, and we just talked about what does drive time look like in our area? This answer is so convoluted, you cannot answer it for everywhere because you look at, you look at, at traffic uh, maps for Toronto, which is, which is where uh, we're talking from, and in Toronto, I mean, it's, it, it's a parking lot. There's, there's nothing happening on the, on the highways, which means drive time is not happening anymore. Parking that, lot meaning not packed. They yes, say empty parking lot in Canada. Yeah, empty parking lot. Thank you. Absolutely. Empty parking, parking lot. lot. Waiting for the circus to come and put up a tent. Yeah. Oh, it's That's literally right. yeah. It's waiting to be filled up Back again. It's parking. lonely. It's a lonely, desolate yeah. place. And and but does that mean that they're not listening to radio? We don't know. So so do the research. So 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 get in touch with your radio stations. Get their numbers. Go to get the Nielsen data. I mean, we've got to work with, with, with the people who, who know that best. I, I can't specifically answer that question, but what I do know is I'm going to ask a lot of questions about what, what the radio trends are right now. Because I think one of the things you had pointed out, Peter, was that um, you actually found down in Austin that people were listening to the radio a little bit more than they had in yeah. the past. And, and all the Nielsen and, data in America shows that. Yeah. But we don't. We are. We're, we're. We're about to get some of that data up here, and so we get to make that decision. We've asked for. We, we still want to go forward. We just need to. We need to get that data, and, and the client is is asked for a one week to make a decision on: do we start or do we push back? Yeah, definitely. I haven't. I haven't seen that actually here in the in the U.S. And if anything, um, just continuing to be on the radio. Uh, you, you, radio stations are, are throwing in bonus spots all over the place. You know, you're getting, so your frequency is going up. So even if, even if the radio audience is going down for your same exact spend, 
you're actually reaching more. So if it's going down that much, it's like staying the same. You've got to just be aware, right? What's how, how it's going to go. I mean, there's, there's all sorts of different factors to play out. I guess that's what, you know, as wisdom ads partners. Um, and I think that we probably wrestle with some of these questions a little bit more than maybe a lot of advertising agencies do because we're incentivized based on how much our, our clients grow, not how much advertising we get them to spend. And so my advice to them about spending their money looks a little bit different because I'm interested in the preservation of their business too. I'm interested in the growth of their bank account and the preservation of their bank account as well. It's actually my highest motivation, right? Because that helps me. So, so as a result, I'm considering, I, you know, the advice that I might give would be, might be different than other advertisers. Oh, sorry. I broke the conversation. No, 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 no. That because no, because it, it, it's what you, say, just, what you said was, leading what does he do? He thinks too <laughs> esoterically. And that just, nobody can respond to that. Why does Peter Nevlin do that? Sorry. That's all right. Um, so on, on, on that, on that thought though, um, is this a time for businesses to renegotiate their buys with their media? <laughs> I think that's a dual edged sword question, isn't it? People are thinking. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. They are. I, I, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you my limited advice. I'm not a radio guy. I'm a graphics guy. Um, I'm going to give you my limited advice. So this is if, worth a lot. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, my, my take on this is that if, thanks, Peter. Um, I'm sorry. You did it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> is that if, if we were, if, if, if you're already on radio, you should be definitely talking to your radio station to see what they'll do for you. If you're not on radio, you can definitely negotiate. The 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 it, it's one of those things where if you come in going, oh, you got to give me discounts, you got to give me discounts. Everybody's hurting. It's not one of us that's 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 feeling pressure right now specifically. Everybody's feeling pressure. Restaurants are not making as much money as they used to. Live entertainment, like we talked about earlier, the 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 heating and air conditioning. Nobody's getting married. Like like everything's being canceled. So if you want to take money out of somebody else's pocket because you want to put it in yours is the, is what I, is what I caution you on. Now, if it's getting a couple of extra spots because your, your, your radio stations are, Hey, listen, I've got some room and you got you stuck with me. That's great. Absolutely. You should be taking that. But I, I, I just caution on, on holding people, you know, you know, turning the screws too hard because it could backfire you backfire on you in the long term. Yeah, this is no time to try to be a pariah. What are your thoughts right, on right. that? Theater? You know, if you behave as though um, all media sales reps are the scum that that uh, that you believe they are, uh, you're going to end up with those types of relationships with them. And you might even get lower rates here and there or whatever. But if you're talking about your the business owner, how you take advantage of another business, these other human beings, in this time or how you just work with them and maybe find a way to help them out. There's you're creating valuable long-term relationships that that's only going to be a benefit. You don't know when you're going to need help. You know, you don't know when, when goodwill is important and how many of those bridges do you want to burn? I mean, that's just some, I think part of this is a human lesson rather than just a marketing lesson, but that, 
that's the best marketing is the ones where we celebrate humans. And the, the building of relationships, uh, not only within the company, yeah. manager to employee, owner to employee, but also the relationships uh, business to business, you know, it, it really is going to be tested right now. Uh, yeah. and, and, and some of the, some of the seeds you were sowing eight months ago um, are, are, you know, now, now's the time to, to test and see if, uh, see how strong those things are. Cause you'll know, you'll know real fast. Yeah. And it, and you know, and what better time to be sowing more seeds. You think if, if there's ever a t- time when people's, the ground of people's hearts is uh, fertile, right. And it's in a torrential downpour, or, you know, volcanic, ash, right? All those things end up being incredibly life-giving over the long term, even though the short term, they're very harsh. And so, this is the time to be planting seeds like crazy. Um, those seeds, you, as much resource as you have, right? Sow your seed now and uh, because it's going to be really fertile crops afterwards, you know, when they come to harvest and people need your service or whatever, they remember people who stood by them in a crisis. That's, that's powerful. So think about it. That's not only true relationally, it's also true, uh, you know, from a business sense, because business is really a series of quite a few different relationships. These are the questions we're getting quite a bit right now. And so if there is something on your mind or a question that you have, put it in the comments below and we will address it in an upcoming episode of the Wizards Roundtable from Wizard of Ads. 